Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's So Special About Music Anyways, the official podcast. We are getting into some good tunes today. I'm so excited. I feel like as the year is beginning to end, we are really getting some top-notch records from artists that haven't put out music in a while, so that is really exciting, and these two albums I'm going to talk about today are no different. So the first album I'm going to talk about is pronounced, I believe, Iterobang from a band called Bayside. Now, Bayside has been around for some time, and everybody knows that, but minus an acoustic album they put out, I believe, last year. They haven't put out a new LP, or EP, I think, pretty sure LP, since 2016. So it's been three years. It's really exciting. Everyone was super excited. And if I'm honest with you, I really never jumped on the Bayside train. I think I've heard a few songs um, here and there, but I was never a huge fan. So it was really cool to me to dive into their music and see what it was all about. And I love the album. Point blank period, front to back. It is good. I... The one thing I have to say is they drive with a al- or an alternative outlook with a hardcore edge and a punk underlay. And I think that's really weird to conceptualize when I say it, but when you listen to it, it makes so much sense. The lyrical content, punk, 100%. But musically speaking, if we're talking about instrumentals, it really drives on that alternative groove, but the hits and the edginess and the fluctuation of texture just drives hardcore. And the fluctuation of vocals and vocal type here is phenomenal. I I feel like we're getting different vocal timbres that just work well with the texture that is being portrayed by the instrumental section. Every song on this album just resonates so well. It's super catchy. I think many people will attach to it in their first or second listen. And I just, I think I read something similar um, by one of my colleagues who reviews, and they said, this feels so old, but so new. And I couldn't agree to a statement more. I I think that even though I wasn't a previous um, listener of Bayside, I had heard a few of their songs, and I could tell the influence here. But in the music itself, sounds something that we have heard before, as in techniques that aren't necessarily new and innovative. But the record has this gloss over it that makes it feel fresh and new. And I admire that. I think it makes it a lovable album from the jump. And I think that is what bands need to do if they've been around for so long. You know, some people question, you know, is the intense... You know, I kind of had that torn feeling when I reviewed the Blink-182 album. It was like, you know, we're getting that same Blink-182 sound, but is it overdone? Are we... But with bass, I don't feel that. I feel that we are still pushing enough forward while keeping that same, you know, feel-good retention that will keep old fans interested, but also bring new fans like myself in. Um, So yeah, I would definitely check this album out, especially if you're one that does like to waver in the alternative realm. I think this one's a really good middle ground between like punk and hardcore. It's not quite one or the other. The next album emphasizes the power of contrast. And if When I mean emphasizes, I mean, like, bold, italics, underlined, capital letter, 75-point font. Like, um, wow. So the album next I'm going to talk about is Issues' Issues' new album, Beautiful Oblivion. Um, this album is remarkable. I'm pausing for dramatic effect because I need that to sit in. The album is remarkable. There is not a single track on it that is like one another. Uh, My favorite um, track is Without You. I cannot stop listening to it. Like it says Miss Sugar Honey Iced Tea. 
most like who thinks of this kind of stuff but it's out of this world you know this band is breaking barriers for the world they were in you know they used to be so metal and electronic they were the first band to kind of do that and it go uh somewhere but now they're keeping that still bringing back some of their metal intent bringing back hardcore but now they're adding funk now they're adding party now they're adding pop they're adding these genres that i believe that really connect to what tyler carter does in his uh self um, works where he it does where he goes solo, and it's really awesome to see him bring both sides of it to issues. I'm not a person that has a problem with if the lead singer wants to do their own solo thing because their sound is different than what the band does. And Tyler Carter and issues that is very evident. Tyler Carter's music is a lot more soulful. It's a it's a lot more uh, coffee shop groove, and th that is seen in this issues album. And I really love it because it's coffee house groove meets metal alternative music and what else could you want um i think it's very bass heavy i think it's very groove centric and uh, who doesn't love a groove groove you know what i mean honestly it's really hard to sit down and pinpoint the best points other than without you on this album this album has you wanting to dance wanting to rap also wanting to cry i mean there's so many emotions that you're going to hit on this album that it's remarkable to me to hear that Issues has put together an album like this. Not because they're Issues, but this is an album that is so smart front to back. And I don't believe the intent was to make an album strategic or an album that was going to be so good lyrically, musically. I mean, everyone wants to make a good album, but I don't think they were strategically like, okay, we're going to plan this, 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 and this so we can get this really successful album. Whereas this album, I haven't heard an album like it in a long time. And and it's hard to really pinpoint that and say why, but you're not hearing bands do what Issues did on this album. What Issues does on this album is take a vision of what they like to do, musically speaking, and say, you know what, it might all be different because I like music differently on a different day. And they said, you know what, it's our album, we're going to do it. And they did so in such a cohesive manner that they all make sense together. The power of contrast is strong, really, in both of these albums, but it works so well for Issues, and I'm so glad that Issues took this step, because it really feels like this album embodies what Issues sounds like to me, and I believe all the other albums were them trying to fit this one mold because it was what was successful and what put them on the map, but this album feels like they're authentically Issues in every way, and I absolutely adore that. With that being said, that is everything that I have for you guys today, and thank you for listening, as always.